You're listening to Simply Making It Happen, the official podcast of Morgan Monroe Consultancy, where we create and facilitate the process to allow business owners to align their skill sets with their mindset while on the road to maintaining success in their business and personal life. Everyone needs accountability and encouragement. Visit our website at www.morganmonroe.us. Good day, good day, good people. And this is Coach V, owner of Morgan Monroe Consultancy, where I am your certified and official business mentor and life coach. Today's episode, we will be discussing the surprising truth about the seven steps of effective business communications. Communicating effectively in business helps you a lot. It helps you to, one, get your message across to your clients and potential clients. And it also allows you to get your message across to anyone that you are taking invoices from any clients that you are dealing with and also other vendors and other business owners. Um, I've come to realize in this world of business, especially during these times since everything now is mostly virtual, over the phone, not too much in-person interactions. For some businesses there are, but a lot of them are still virtual. And effective communication is the number one barrier that seems to put a hold on a good interaction you know either the business owner didn't understand the cuss the client's request or the client doesn't too much understand what the business owner is trying to relay to them so these are some seven steps that over time i've learned i've been taught in other businesses and jobs that i've had and they are effective in getting your point across so that you can be a better communicator either as a business owner a client or a vendor because as you know as business owners we're also each other's customers as well so the first step to this whole process is the most important one which is listening and listening is always the first step in responding so if you don't know what you're going to how to respond if you don't know how to listen so a lot of people like the old people say it's an old saying i think i got it right some people just listen to hear but they don't listen to understand something to that effect may have jacked it all up but you get the point so listening is number one and first and foremost the one thing that everybody must do in order to communicate effectively Then number two, you need to clarify. So when you're talking to your clients, if you're talking to someone and they're giving you a request of the type of thing that they want from your business, you need to clarify by summarizing what you heard on your end. And also, when you're clarifying, be sure to watch your body language. Body language reads a lot into people. That's why I am a face-to-face person. I like to Zoom or FaceTime my clients because text messages can get misconstrued with the tone so many times, so many different ways. But if I'm looking at them and I'm listening to them, then I can get a better feel or the pulse of what it is they need me to do. And your body language sends a message that we've heard and now we're taking time to repeat it what we've heard so you have to use good eye contact your facial expressions don't do the whole arms folded and arms crossed because as adults we all know that that is a a defensive or you know you're in the defense of the conversation like you're feeling like you're being attacked so just have fluid body language just you know be in the moment enjoy the conversation Um, Sometimes you might need to ask questions to clarify the information that you receive. And sometimes when you ask the questions, that will kind of clear up 
any wrong messages that you are listening to or judging from the defensiveness of their posture you know so instead use words like how or what to pose the questions you like such as what was your understanding of how you want me to complete this task that way when you clarify your message after you listen to it then you'll be able to get the point from the person better avoid using jargon that's number three you know certain fields like I've been in the medical field for 25 years so I might say something like well yeah I went to go visit you know a friend of mine there in CCU unless you're in the medical field you don't know that CCU stands for critical care unit and CCU might just stand for critical care unit at the facility I've worked at that doesn't mean it's the same thing everywhere else take for instance like Okay, our next point, number three, avoid using jargon. Um, Avoid using things with letters like CCU, um, JFRD, you know, stuff like that. Um, If you're in an industry for a certain amount of time, you know the certain lingo and the language that you use. Everybody has it. Take, for instance, police officers. When they get on the radio, they have something called 10 codes. But the 10 codes for where I live might be totally different, and they usually are, from the 10 codes in a whole nother jurisdiction. Same thing in the medical field. I've been in the medical field for a while now, and certain things I see out in the regular world may mean something totally different in the medical setting. Like I can see something like CCU, and for me that stands for critical care unit. But to somebody else in their field, it may stand for something totally different. So avoid using jargon. Use common language. If you don't want to use common language, just try to find something that's a common ground between both of you, especially if you're coming from two different industries. Um, The next thing is to create possible solutions together. When you're talking with your client or other business owners and you feel like y'all are coming at an impasse, try to figure it out together. Try to feel like you are doing something to get it across you know like okay well I can't do that but maybe can I do this would that work for you and that lets them know that you're willing to compromise that you're not going to be you know you're not trying to be difficult and it is great customer retention customer retention is a whole nother podcast and that is just something that people have to really learn to do as well because when you feel like that client is slipping away slipping away there are techniques you can use and they use them in all industries. They use them in interrogations. They use them in the business world. They use them in the courtroom. There are ways that you can lead somebody in a conversation to get a pleasant result. Um, number five would be find someone to assist you when you cannot. I do not know everything as a business owner. I've been in the medical field longer than I've been in the business side of what I do. So I don't know everything. I don't know every piece of technology that's out there. I don't know every um piece of you know I don't know everything so things that I don't know I will outsource or I'll tell them and this is the perfect statement you can tweak it how you want to I don't know the answer at this moment but if I get back with you I can let me get back with you and I'll give you something you know something to that nature um just let them feel that you're just gonna be like no I can't do that duh in this comment in the statement and you shut it off you know you can usually retain clients if they feel like you're willing to work with them even if you don't know what to do that they're asking but they feel like you're going to use your resources for their benefit 
they'll still stick with you. I've done that many times and I've had clients stick with me because I was honest and told my, well, you know what? That's not really my thing, but I got a great person that is capable of doing it. So let me get with them and I'll get back with you within 24 hours. That lets them know that you're committed to the process. You're committed to them as a client and you're being professional about it and honest to say what you can and cannot do. Another thing is to offer possible explanations for your policies. Um, Something like a boutique or a clothing store, some places have no return policies. So, you know, if a client or a customer doesn't understand why your policy is like that, not saying you really have to explain everything, but just give them something. You know, you don't really have to be anal about it. Just give them a little something. You know, like, well, you know, hey, these clothes are imported from such and such. It's hard to get more stuff in, so we really don't take stuff back. But, you know, we'll be willing to do an exchange for you instead. You know, give them, like I said, the one before that. Find some common ground and a possible solution. But explain your process to them as well. Like I tell people for my processes, I have to give people what they want me to do a logo I give them a questionnaire the questionnaire lets me think and feel them out more to see their style and where their brain is geared towards what their vision is for a logo because everybody already has an idea of what they want their logo and their business to be about they just don't know how to make it birth it to fruition so I give them a questionnaire because I need to know what they need and how they need it so my explanation for the questionnaire is because some people just don't want to fill it out it is a little lengthy it's two pages but i explain it on my process for this policy because it helps me to get to know them better once i explain it to them like that then they'll be like oh okay well i'll fill it out and get it back to you in a couple of days no problem and we move on from there and it's a beautiful relationship and then finally just like i said too you have to explain your process once you get a client, once y'all figure out, get your work order together, everything they need, pricing's done, they're cool with the prices, now explain to them how this will work. Say, okay, first of all, I'm going to do this. Second of all, I'm going to do that. And when you explain the process, also put times on it. You know, when I work with people for logos, I tell them, okay, once I get the questionnaire back, I let them know, hey, okay, give me about 48 to 72 hours, I'm going to send you some options. And we start working from there. And then we cut and paste, chop and screw, and get it all together just for the fact of sake of, you know, one, making them feel involved in the process, and two, being able to get a clear, concise idea of what my clients want and what they prefer. I used to do weddings, and being a wedding planner is a very, very, very stressful job. But hats out to all wedding planners and event organizers out there because that is, that is a it is a lot. So what I would do is, one, I'd be like, well, tell me about you and your whoever they're marrying. That would be the first thing I would do. And then I would get into the, okay, what do you think your wedding day is going to be? So once I get all that information compiled for me, then I come back to them and I explain the process. I say, okay, now this is how this is going to work. First, we're going to do this. Next, we'll do that. And we'll just, you know, baby step this thing all the way up until the day of. And I give them a timeline that explains the process of what we're doing with completion dates, estimated though, dates and times of when things should be done, completed, or roundabout being crossed off our list. So you have to always tell them what you're going to do and how it's going to go, but never make promises you can't keep. Tell them this is easy, this is a no-brainer, 
Don't ever say those words unless it's absolutely positively 100% true because you never know what hiccups you might encounter along the way. So for the most part, these are the seven steps of being effective communication in business. And they're also for life. If you take it one step further, you know, everybody is talking and communicating every day, all day. You can't help it. It's a part of life. That's how we get ideas across. That's how we get our wants and needs met. So technically, you can use these for your regular life, too. If we all just follow some of these steps, and number one, the most important, the listening part, you will be amazed of how much you can get accomplished as a business owner and as just a regular individual. It takes time to process stuff. It takes time to sit back and listen to people. But I promise you, if you do it right the first time, the job will be a whole lot easier. You'll have a great relationship and you'll also have a repeat client. So I hope that helps someone today and there will be more workshops coming. I will be pushing them out now, probably twice a week so that you all can get in the know with Morgan Monroe. And again, this is Coach V, the owner of Morgan Monroe Consultancy, where we create a platform for greatness. We also help you align your mindset with your skill set so that you can be successful in life and business. So go forth and be great, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace and love. Hello, 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 and it is Coach V owner of Morgan Monroe Consultancy. So, yeah, it's September. We got three more months left in this year. And pretty much you could say two because we're in the middle of September. But what I want you as business owners to do is get ready for the closeout of the year. And what is the one day of the year at the end of the year that most businesses do the most work and get the most in? I don't like what it's called, but it is an effective selling tool. It's called Black Friday. Do you have any Black Friday deals in place? Do you have any Cyber Monday deals in place for the end of the year? This is a time when everybody's off for the holidays and most people have been working from home since this whole pandemic started and they are getting ready and geared up to get stuff together for the holidays. Because let's face it, 2020 has been a sucky year. Trust me, it has. But as I keep reiterating and I repeat it to myself too, You can always have creation and creativity during chaos. So why let this whole year be a waste? If you haven't gotten your business to the level you wanted it, you can still go out with a bang. So let me give a few tips and pointers of something I came across online of what you need to do to get yourself prepared for your own Black Friday. And it doesn't matter what type of business you have. You can have a clothing business. You can have a consulting business. You can have health and holistics, anything, any type of business, any service or product that you offer, you can put your business out there and get ready for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So with September, the month's almost over, but you're already in your processes. Think about what you want to do for the Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Make it something that you know that you're good at and it's going to be an easy task for you. If you get bombarded with calls and orders, make sure it's something you can streamline and effectively do it. Um, Make sure it's something that's what the people want. You got to give the people what they want. Don't make it as a clothing store, you giving away free wristbands or, you know, something like that. Just make it something tangible that people are going to want and mostly something that people need because everybody's being more practical nowadays too with the change in the world that we have with us now. 
then in October, when October 1st hits, you know, Breast Cancer Month, that is what it is. But in October, you also need to get all your marketing strategies together and in place. Start creating your social media posts. Start doing your sales material. Start posting. You're not really about the Black Friday, but just start making your presence known if you haven't been able to all year. It's never too late to get a presence on social media as long as you're consistent. And consistency is always key. And you've heard me say that many, many times before. And then November 1st, start promoting hard as all get out because you only have until the day after Thanksgiving. Like Walmart and some places, they do Thanksgiving Day sales. Not so much this year because they're letting people be home with their families. But get yourself together November 1st and push, 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 push. Get everything out there. Get everything going. Get everything popping to where when Black Friday comes, everybody knows what they have an idea of what they want to do. And I know people that make lists for Black Friday. I know people that pay attention to the sales, pay attention to the advertisements to see which direction they're going to go in. So November 1st, you got to push. You got to push hard. Push harder than you've ever pushed before. And if you need help with social media, that is why Morgan Monroe Consultancy is here. We can help you get your social media scheduled so that it can be easy and effective and streamline for you so you won't have to do all that extra thinking and looking and trying to figure out what to post each and every day because you're going to have to post each and every day at least three times a day. That's a lot, but it's all going to pay off in the long run. And then once you do all that, the closer you get to Black Friday, you can go ahead and do more lives, start doing giveaways to build anticipation and the hype up until the day. And then when Black Friday comes, you're already out there on the spectrum for everybody to start looking for you and looking to you for your support, your product, and your services. So that was just a little tidbit I wanted to leave you with because this is crunch time, people. You can do this. Don't let your business fail because you lack consistency. Be consistent and you'll be able to make it. So, once again, this is Coach V, owner of Morgan Moreau Consultancy. Peace and love and go be great. You're listening to Simply Making It Happen, the official podcast of Morgan Monroe Consultancy, where we create and facilitate the process to allow business owners to align their skill sets with their mindset while on the road to maintaining success in their business and personal life. Everyone needs accountability and encouragement. Visit our website at www.morganmonroe.us.